Greetings, and welcome to this, our 28th episode of Soldier of Souls. These programs are specifically designed for anyone who is attempting to find and follow the path of truth, and for anyone who is searching for directions that point to that path that can benefit from our podcast. I invite you to all to join us as we travel along in this world to live eternally with God in the next. Hi. I'm Deacon Tim Vaughn, and in this, our 28th episode, I'm going to ask you a very important question. In the last week's, last week's episode, I talked about the Stations of the Cross. And in several versions of the station, we respond with this. And then do with me as you will. The important question is this. Do we really mean that? Are we willing to follow God's will? That is a tough question to answer. We see it several times in the readings, and there are two wonderful examples of following God's will in Scripture. And the first one we are very familiar with, and it's from the Gospel of Luke at the Annunciation. Well, Mary says, Be it done unto me, according to your word. And then the second is another famous one in the gospel, according to Matthew, in the Garden of the Gethsemane, where our Lord says, not as I will, but thy will. Granted, these are two extraordinary human beings. But before we delve much further into this subject, let us begin with an Our Father. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I would like to remind you all, as I reminded during Lent, please attend the Stations of the Cross. I know that nearly every church has those every Friday. If not, Find the church that has those. They are important to follow Jesus' way as he suffers and dies on the cross. So, when Jesus says in the gospel readings, be perfect even as your heavenly Father is perfect, he wasn't kidding. God wants us to follow his will. He wants us to be perfect. So how do we discern his will? The first thing we need to decide is this. Do we want to go to heaven or do we want to go to hell? I'm sure that all of us want to go to heaven. We all want to become a saint because it's that simple. We either become a saint or we go to hell. So how do we live our lives in this world? The Baltimore Catechism gives us the answer. 
The question is, why did God make you? God made me to know him, to love him, and to serve him in this world, and to be happy with him forever in the next. A lot of us have heard that, but what we tend to overlook are the next two questions. And those are even more important which are, of which do we take more care, our soul or our body? We must take more care of our soul than our body. Why must we take more care of our soul than our body? We must take up care more soul, more care of our soul than our body, because in losing our soul, we lose God and everlasting happiness. The Baltimore Catechism is simply saying that we must take care of our soul before our body. Therefore, we will follow God's will here on earth. Which leads us back to our original question. How do we discern God's will in our life and then we can take care of our soul here on earth. Our Lord frequently declared that he had come on earth to do not to do his own will, but solely that of his Father. He said, I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. Not only does God have a plan for Jesus but he has a plan for you. God has something particular for you here on earth. He doesn't mean for you to be someone else. He doesn't want you to be who your parents wanted you to be. He doesn't want you to be what your school counselors wanted you to be or who your friends or your wife wants you to be or your husband wants you to be. God has a plan just for you. Your job is to find it. We can do God's plan and do his will for you and to take care of your soul at the same time. Therefore, we can be perfect. Meaning that our will and God's will must be one. The greatest glory on earth we can give to God is to do his will in everything Union with God is the aim of the human soul. But how do we find it? We must do what Jesus did. He set the example here on earth. Whenever he had a decision to make, we see in scripture, it says, Jesus went off to pray. The greatest glory we have here on earth is to give God is to do his will in everything that we do. Our Redeemer came on earth to glorify God and his heavenly Father, and he taught us by his example. As St. Paul represents him in the book of Hebrews, he says, Sacrifice and oblation thou wouldst not, but a body hath thou lifted to me. Then he said, Behold, I come to do the will, O God. Now this is not always easy. Sometimes it takes years 
to find your true purpose on earth. And lately here, since I've moved here to Colorado, I have heard a priest after priest. I can think of four priests off the top of my head that have become priests as a second vocation after being in the military. And before I left Alabama, I know of several priests who became priests after becoming widowed. Now, I'm not telling you men that are listening that you should become priests late in life. No, that's not the point. The point here that God may have something more important for you to do later in life after you have done something else with your career after 20 years or so. Just follow that little voice deep inside you that keeps pestering you. It may tell you, you got a different job. You may move to a different location. You never know where God's voice is going to lead you and what you may do that you become more happy in your life and you then will be doing God's will. Now, where do you find this little voice that keeps pestering you? First, as I said, you pray. Then after prayer, what must we do? During our sojourn in this world, we should learn from the saints of heaven. And what did they do? If we study the lives of the saints, a lot of times we see that they spent more time with God. And so they had a pure and perfect love for God. And so they spent more time with God. They may have gone to Bass more often, or they may have spent more time in adoration. So it doesn't take much, maybe, to take time out and go to an extra Mass per week. Spend more time with Jesus, and he will spin you in the right direction. And the more time you spend with him in, pl- in front of the Blessed Sacrament, the more you will be at peace with yourself. And you can keep asking them questions. Lord, what do you want me to do with my life? Or Lord himself, Jesus, to ask to do what the will of God on earth as the saints do in heaven. You might remember this line, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Next, we should read his word, read scripture, read the Bible. Doesn't take much. Read a little bit a day, read a few verses, maybe even read a chapter. Pick out your favorite book of the Bible. Read Genesis. It's got a lot in it. Read Matthew in the New Testament. Read the Psalms. The next thing you knew, You'll be reading a lot of scripture because it tells you how to live your life. The last thing you should do, and what I'm finding now, is to find a spiritual director. It can be the most difficult. Priests and deacons and religious are very busy people. But God will lead you to the right person, and when you meet with Find that person, meet with them once a month for an hour or so. Ask them questions about your spiritual life. 
They will help you, and you'll be amazed at their advice. And as I mentioned before, when I first started meeting with my spiritual advisor, when I was early in my diaconal formation, back in 2009 and 2010, I asked him this very important question, and I've said this before. I said, I want to learn so much about the Catholic faith. I want to learn about the early church. I want to learn about scripture. I want to learn about Mary. I want to learn about the apostles. I want to learn about the mass, both the traditional Latin mass and the Norbert's Ordo. I want to learn about all of these things. There's so much I want to learn. Where do I begin? And he just simply said, begin with your relationship with God. And he will show you the way. So I will leave you with that. If you are discerning God's will, the most important thing to do is to pray. Remember Mary's fiat from the Gospel of Luke. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Just remember that God's will may not bring you happiness. It's not going to be cupcakes and balloons when you do God's will. But it may bring you sorrows and pain. But then this will bring you closer to God if you keep praying. Remember the seven sorrows of Mary. And then if he sends you sufferings in this life, it's for our own good. As it states in Romans 8.28, we know that in all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. Now let us follow Mary's example of prayer and let us pray the Hail Mary for our love of our Blessed Mother. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So until we meet again, may the Lord bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And remember Jesus' words, wide is the road to destruction. So we remind you, stay on the path as we ask St. Raphael, the Archangel of Travelers, God speed you on your sojourn.